the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hurricane Ian bearing down on the Florida Gulf Coast. Well, this one is, you know, it's a little tricky. Just trying to calculate the best time to leave. We are leaving. Vladimir Putin warned against using nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Hopefully Putin is receiving the message. Electric vehicle charging stations coming to a highway near you. It's part of a plan to spur widespread adoption of zero emission cars. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, September 28th. I'm Mike Scott. Hurricane Fiona has pummeled the Caribbean with devastating winds, catastrophic flooding, and widespread power outages. Food for the poor has been serving the poorest nations in that part of the world for more than 40 years. And they are responding again now in this time of crisis. Hurricane relief kits containing food, water, hygiene kits, medical supplies, and other critically needed items are already being distributed through Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and Haiti as well. You can support this effort by giving your best gift now. Just text DAYBREAK to 91999, and we'll send you a link to give. Just text DAYBREAK to 91999, and we'll send you a link so you can give as one of the largest faith-based international relief agencies in the U.S., Food for the Poor is able to respond quickly and efficiently to disasters like this. But they can't do it without your generous support. Please give what you can now. Text Daybreak to 91999. Ian is expected to become a Category 4 hurricane when landfall is expected in Florida. Speaking at a briefing, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says Ian has strengthened. Hurricane Ian is located roughly 250 miles south of Sarasota. It's moving north at 10 miles per hour. Uh, It is a strong Category 3 hurricane uh, with maximum sustained winds of 120 miles per hour. Colorado State University researcher Phil Klotzbach says... Seen with Hurricane Ian, a rapid intensification, which is a storm that intensifies by at least 35 miles per hour in a 24 hour period. Meantime, Governor Ron DeSantis says residents in low lying areas should consider evacuating as soon as possible. We know this thing is going to be hitting the state uh, directly. Uh, you still have some time, uh, but that time is rapidly uh, running out. And forecasters have narrowed the expected landfall zone. This is an inexact science, of course, subject to change, uh, but they're now forecasting it to strike land uh, basically at the Charlotte-Sarasota County border. University of Albany hurricane scientist Kristen Corbusiero says that rapid intensification is becoming more common. In the Atlantic Basin, yes, we are definitely seeing an increase in rapid intensification. Corbusiero says it would be wise 
for much of Florida in the cone of the hurricane to evacuate. It's fantastic that the governor and state officials have been trying to get people to evacuate um, because Tampa has not seen a major storm in a very long time. And there's been a tremendous amount of growth in um, residents and buildings along the coast. DeSantis says nearly 100 shelters have been opened with more expected. He says most buildings in Florida are strong enough to withstand the wind. But the 2.5 million people who have been told to evacuate face the greatest danger from a coastal storm surge. Denmark says it believes deliberate actions by unknown perpetrators were behind big leaks, which seismologists say followed a powerful explosion in two natural gas pipelines running under the Baltic Sea from Russia to Germany. European leaders and experts point to possible sabotage amid the energy standoff with Russia provoked by the war in Ukraine. Although filled with gas, neither pipeline is currently supplying to Europe. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the European pipeline leaks are being investigated. There are initial reports indicating that uh, this may be the result of an attack or some kind of sabotage, but these are initial reports and we haven't confirmed that yet. But if it is confirmed, that's clearly in in no one's interest. Um, Now, my understanding is the leaks will not have a significant impact on Europe's energy resilience. Uppsala University seismologist Bjorn Lund says the latest and larger blast happened Monday night. We started looking at it and saw that this is a blast, it's a fairly sizable blast, and so close to this area where the leak is occurring, which was, of course, very interesting. Lund says there were two blasts in the Baltic Sea on Monday near leaks in Russian gas pipelines. The first one yesterday morning at 0203 Swedish time, southeast of the island of Bornholm. And then last night at uh, 1904 Swedish time, we detected a slightly bigger blast. Lund says experts are certain the explosions didn't result from earthquakes. We know very well what an underwater blast looks like. And so in this case, there's no doubt this is not an earthquake. This is a blast that has been occurring in the water column or close to the bottom. The Danish prime minister says it is the authorities' clear assessment that these are deliberate actions, not accidents. Armed with a new law that boosts U.S. support for computer chip manufacturing, Vice President Kamala Harris said the administration was looking for new investments and partnerships as she sat down with Japanese tech executives on Wednesday. The morning meeting on her last full day in Tokyo reflects the administration's focus on boosting semiconductor manufacturing and expanding the supply chain for critical materials. The economy's vulnerability to disruptions in the flow of computer chips was revealed during the pandemic, when a shortage helped increase cost and stall the assembly of cars and other products. With China investing in computer chips of its own, the U.S. is trying to increase its domestic semiconductor manufacturing while also working to solidify its technology relationships with South Korea, Taiwan, and Japan. Legislation signed by President Joe Biden known as the Chips and Science Act includes 
$52 billion for grants and incentives for semiconductor companies, plus a 25% tax credit when they invest in U.S. facilities. There's also about $200 billion over the next decade to support research programs. A retired Navy admiral is warning Vladimir Putin not to follow through on his threat to use a nuclear weapon in Ukraine. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew reports. Retired U.S. Navy Admiral James Stavridis says a nuclear attack could spell the end for Putin. Hopefully Putin is receiving the message that this would be the worst possible decision he could make. Stavridis says it would spark an all-out response by the NATO alliance. I think we would probably go after elements of the Black Sea Fleet. I think we would go after Russian troop formations inside Ukraine. Sabridi says NATO would also mount a major cyber war campaign against Russia. He was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Bob Agner reporting. number of fake prescription pills that contain potentially deadly fentanyl are helping drive overdose death rates to record levels in the U.S., including some now manufactured in rainbow colors designed to look like candy. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that can be 50 times more potent than heroin, and even a tiny amount can be lethal. Attorney General Merrick Garland says DEA agents are working to crack down on violent drug cartels in Mexico, believed to be trafficking the drugs into the U.S. Garland says DEA investigations over the past four months have netted lots of fentanyl. Over the course of these investigations, we seized over 10 million fake pills and 982 pounds of fentanyl powder. powder across all 50 states. That is enough to kill 36 million Americans. DEA Administrator Ann Milgram says the fake pills containing fentanyl seem to be aimed at younger people. It is being sold um, oftentimes, you know, as rainbow fentanyl, as rainbow pills, but Skittles. As, as Skittles, the nickname Skittles, sweet tarts. Um, and so, you know, when you just look at it, you can see it's meant to look like it is safer, like it's candy, like it's more of a toy. A.G. Garland says there's much more to be done in the fentanyl fight. I've read too many reports on too many cases, including too many young people who ended up dying after taking just one pill laced with fentanyl, often disguised as something else. Over the last four months, authorities have investigated nearly 400 cases, 51 of them linked to overdoses, and 35 tied directly to the two cartels. A union that rejected its deal with the nation's freight railroads earlier this month now has a new tentative agreement. But officials caution the contract dispute won't be fully settled until all 12 rail unions approve their agreements this fall. The five-year deal includes a 24% pay increase and $5,000 in bonuses that were in the first deal, along with additional benefits including a cap on health insurance expenses and a promise that each railroad will negotiate individually over expense reimbursement. 
But a nationwide railroad strike is still possible if any of the 11 other railroad unions reject their agreements with the railroads that cover 115,000 workers total. Keith Peters reporting. For the first time in a decade, Americans will pay less next year on monthly premiums for Medicare's Part B plan, which covers routine doctor's visits and other outpatient care. The rare 3% decrease in monthly premiums, a savings of only $5.20 for most, comes after millions of Medicare beneficiaries endured a tough year of high inflation and a dramatic increase in those premiums this year. Most people on Medicare will pay $164.90 a month for Part B coverage starting next year. The decrease in Medicare fees comes as many older Americans await news about big increases next year to their Social Security checks, which are often used to pay for Medicare premiums. The Biden administration is laying out his plan to meet an ambitious goal of ending hunger in the U.S. by 2030, including expanding monthly benefits that help low-income Americans buy food. The administration, in a plan released Tuesday, is also seeking to increase healthy eating and physical activity, so fewer people are afflicted with diabetes, obesity, hypertension, and other diet-related diseases. It said it would work to expand Medicaid and Medicare access to obesity counseling and nutrition. There's final approval to begin construction on a first nationwide network of electric vehicle charging stations. That will mean one roughly every 50 miles along interstate highways. It's part of a plan to spur widespread adoption of zero-emission cars. The Transportation Department approved plans to install or upgrade fast chargers along 75,000 miles of highway coast-to-coast. By year's end, drivers could start seeing shiny upgrades to existing highway EV stations in states including California, Colorado, Florida, and Pennsylvania. John Scott reporting. Walmart teaming up with a fertility startup to offer benefits under its insurance plan that will help its workers expand their families. The nation's largest retailer and private employer said Tuesday it's partnering with New York-based Kindbody to offer benefits such as in vitro fertilization as well as fertility testing regardless of sex, sexual orientation, gender identity or marital status. Walmart employees will get access to more than 30 fertility clinics and in vitro fertilization labs across the U.S. Kindbody's clinics will be available to help eligible workers access Walmart's surrogacy and adoption benefits as well. And finally... U.S. News and World Report's annual Best Country Rankings are out. And Switzerland reclaims its spot at the very top. The Central European country knocks Canada out of the number one spot. They're now listed at number three. The top ten list from number one to number ten, Switzerland, Germany, Canada, the United States, Sweden, Japan, Australia, the United Kingdom, France, and Denmark. Tasha Stevens reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. 
get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.